I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead. Host of this podcast, and joining me as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, so I had jury duty today. No way! In, in downtown Dallas, I tried getting out of it like Impossible. a month, like two <laughs> months ago, and I didn't. I thought I was going to get out of it. They said, "No, we'll just reschedule it." Cool, awesome. So I show up. And first time doing jury duty. And like I said, yeah, downtown Dallas. And I grew up in a small town, all right? There's literally one courtroom. And people... Not the case literally, here. <laughs> literally, there's like 50 people max that might get like summoned on a you know one day or something. There's literally like 900 of us in this <laughs> courtroom. I sit there. I'm thinking... I go into it thinking in courtrooms here... Uh, in the courtrooms that I've been in, you can't have your cell phone. You can't... Like, none of that. So, I leave my phone in the car. I'm like dressed up kind of nicer. And I'm like all embracing this. I go through security and everything. I bring a book and my keys and I go through all this trouble and I sit down and bro, there's people with backpacks, hats, yep. the dude in front of me is playing a switch yep. and people on their phones. And I'm sitting there like, I freaking have a book. Did you, did you make it to the big waiting room where there's just like, it look kind of looks like a church. There's just like yes, rows and yes, rows of exactly. chairs. Yeah. That's so where I was at. In there, they tell you you're not allowed to be on your phone, but how can they police all those people? There's, no. there's probably like, like 200 people in there. Please, this girl like was in a line just chatting away on her phone, and I'm pissed because I could have had my phone in there. And you can't but, go back. You can't go back and get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going back. But you know what? In the end, it was one of those moments. Where I'm like, you know, this is awesome. I spent three hours reading a book. I I brought the book of basketball by Bill Simmons. Oh no way! The old. Book? I read two hundred and something pages. Wait, you brought the podcast version or <laughs> no? The first version of the book. I read over two hundred pages. And it was just such a nice feeling being free from my phone, no electronics, and no just idea reading. if your kid was like going to the hospital or you know. Uh, that's true. I had no clue what was going on <laughs> outside in the outside world, but I pretty much waited three hours to go, and then I sat in front of a courtroom for like thirty minutes, and the bailiff walks out and says, "Hey, yeah, this uh, case was dismissed. Y'all free to go." Oh, so you got picked, and, and then it was dismissed? Yeah. Well. We like a group of us. They send groups of a hundred people basically yeah, to yeah. each courtroom on different floors, and you just wait. And then they would start dwindling down. But ours got dismissed before we even got chosen and all that stuff. But still, more of my story of what I say is: spend some time away from your phone, pick up a book, and just sit back and read. Because I never make that time on my own, and I was forced to have that time today. And it was just a silent, just quiet time to myself. And it was just such a good feeling to get back into a book. And I've just, yeah, I got burnt out on reading, going through my master's and all that. And then after I graduated, I was like, dang, I'm like, I just read random sports articles and some of my favorite writers. And, but now it's just a great day. So yeah, put down your phone, <laughs> plug into a book for a couple hours. It was really refreshing. There you go. Yeah. I didn't get picked. I, I sat in that room for an hour, maybe two hours. And then they, they just, they're like, all right, we've picked everybody. Everybody else, if you're left here, you can go home. And I was like, oh, 
So I just waited in this room for it. They had, Dang. you know, 150 extra people <laughs> the day Dang. that I went. There's so many people still left. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me, but hey. Maybe they knew I was maybe they knew I was leaving. Or maybe they knew I was famous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on the podcast today, it's another grab bag show. Just a bunch of random topics we're gonna throw out. Uh the straight to the cup video, which oh is the Mavs series on uh basically just pulling out questions from a cup. And it's I think a, it was NBA or I don't think it was Mavs.com. I think it was NBA. Or was it? I don't know. It could be NBA. I've only seen the Mavs one, so and it did have the NBA logo at the end of it. I noticed, so and I thought yeah. that was kind of weird. So it must be an NBA thing, but that is on the Mavs Instagram as well as their YouTube page, and so you should go check out that video. We'll talk about that a little bit. Also, we'll preview this Pelicans game coming up tonight. Some interesting things. It's on TNT, which is weird. Uh, well, they they thought it was going to be Zion versus Luca. Yeah. So uh, it's not. Well, you're going to get Luca, but you're, you're not going to get Zion. So lots of random stuff. Also, the schedule, you know, talks the midseason tournament. We might we might hit on that. Uh, especially, this is one of the issues too. They need to they need to know how to flex out games like the NFL. <laughs> there's there's no reason why the Pelicans and the Warriors should be having all these national broadcast games. You can't predict this. You know, obviously injuries and all that stuff. So there's if yeah. If we're having a bigger discussion about ratings being down, you need to start being able to flex out flex out games out of TNT Spotlight yeah. if there's other games out there. There's a Heat Raptors game at 7.30, the exact 7.30 Eastern, the exact same time slot. Just switch it to that one. That game's going to exactly. be way better. And, you know, obviously give Lakers it a two, you know, two weeks out. You're seeing what the NFL is doing it right now to where they're switching out some Sunday night football games, blah, blah, blah. You can do that. Look at it two weeks out. And say, hey, we know the Warriors suck right now. Zion's still not playing. He's not going to play for another, you know, if it was two weeks ago. Let's flex this out and put that game. Anyway, this is what I'm about. Yeah, this is well, this is the thing. And this goes on with this. I don't know if you saw that guy's tweet that was like, here are the most, you know, tweeted about a- athletes from the Bleacher Report social media. And it was like LeBron and the next one is Caruso, like Alex Caruso. This is what happens with the NBA is the Lakers get the most engagement on social media because their fan base is the biggest. Their fan base is, you know, one of the most diehard. They're, they inter- they're, they're super popular on social media. The Lakers have the biggest social media platforms on every single platform. Basically they have the biggest audience. They're going to get the most blog about the Lakers is like they're yeah. yeah. Nick and I both have worked in the blogging world. I remember when I was at fan side of the Lakers blog, every time I thought we had a decent month uh, on the Maverick side of <laughs> yes. it, I just like see the Lakers. I'm like, Oh, this sucks. Yeah. And, yeah, and they're, too. they're always one of the top, you know, locked on Lakers are always one of the top podcasts in our network. Yeah, and they suck. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we love those guys, but, but, we're, but we take, that's why we, when we look at that sometimes and when, when some, sometimes when, well, they've been really good lately with LeBron AD, but, we take pride a lot in our network when we say, hey, we're like a top five show, a top three show in our network when we look at the Lakers and um, like the Jazz. Jazz because David one. Locke is, you know. He started big, it all with with that podcast. So Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, the Lakers empire is unbelievable when it comes but to content. This goes back to the TV thing is they, they do a lot of ratings on you know engagement social media and stuff and so teams will tweet out about them the most but then they're only catering to one specific kind of audience and so they do this also with broadcasts so they'll put the Lakers on so many times. They'll put the Warriors on. The Warriors did a lot too. Most of my biggest free Dawkins videos were all Warriors stuff. Steph Curry, you know finals and all that 
and people were really into it. And so then you just focus on one section of the fan base. You don't spread out and diversify. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, we only have this one. So why are the ratings down? Well, you're only pan- you're only catering to one type of fan, the Lakers fan. There's only so many of them to go around and to, to watch these games. So, And then, you know, anyway, that I, I could go on and on about that. But all right, coming up. Let's get into the straight to the cup video. We'll talk about the Pelicans game and then maybe we'll talk about the schedule a little bit. All right, Isaac. Oh, we should mention this. Uh-oh. I'm going to do a five-star iTunes review question. We haven't done this in a while, but if you have submitted a five-star iTunes review question, um, submit five-star review, put a question in it. We'll answer it on the pod. We're working our way through this. This one was from about two weeks ago. Um, I can't read this guy's name. It's like Rackin, Roden, Feng, something like that. I mean, it's just gibberish. Mm. But he asked a question about us, realistic trade targets and stuff like that. But the, <laughs> there's a story behind it. Just, oh, no. It made me laugh. There's a story about him before the question. He says, lifelong Mavs. Actually, I don't know if it's a he. It could be a, it could be a woman, a female, a female Locked on Mavs listener. The few, the proud. <laughs> Let's go. Lifelong Mavs fan here. Great content analysis and a good quick listen. Love to be called a good quick listen. Funny when I was searching for a Mavs podcast to find this one. When I first found the pod, I was a bit confused because I thought that Nick sounded very familiar. After a little research, I realized which... Okay, we'll talk about that research part. After a little research, I realized we were in a group together in class (laughs) at DBU. Oh, this is good. Dallas Baptist University where I went to college. Only reason he would remember me is due to the fact that I was, quote, that guy in the group that didn't do any of the work. Guess is no. this, guess this is my way of paying you back for carrying the group. And then he put a, like a fist emoji, which I didn't know you could put emojis in your iTunes reviews, but I guess you can do that. So emoji away. Put the unicorns in there. And then he says, question for all, what realistic trade targets, blah, blah, blah. So this happened to me a lot in college. If you go to college and you're a little older than – People that are normally in college, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. I was, I was 24, 25 when I was in college. And so you're a little more responsible at that point. I was married. I was like, <laughs> I was paying bills and things. You're just, you're always doing, and, and you, go, you have a class where you do group projects. You're always the only one doing group projects. I don't know what it is, but just. This happened you're to me a lot. Ownership of it. So, uh, and I, I've taken ownership of my life. <laughs> I'm also, you know, I'm also like a, a person that goes and gets things, and a person that you know likes to get things done and has goals and things like that. But not saying this guy doesn't. But it just happens over and over and over again in college. <laughs> so that all that being said, not to just puff myself up for caring in college, I guess. But um, this could be a lot of people. <laughs> guys, don't be that guy. Don't you, be that we guy. know we know who that guy is. Do something. Come up with yeah. something original. Come up with some kind of plan. Or don't be that girl. Either one. Just don't be that person don't, who does nothing on the group project. Don't be that Billy D. Williams. Don't be that. <laughs> Boy, girl, Billy D. Williams, whatever. That's so, a cool review. I like that. that. Was, I, I enjoyed that review. I have no idea who you are. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out, and I appreciate you calling yourself out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's I'm not going to answer the trade target question because we want to save the, that topic for an upcoming pod. Yeah. We're going to do a whole pod and we'll talk about trade targets and stuff. But um, anyway, it's coming. So we'll answer it later. Probably. For sure. For sure. All right. The straight to the cut video. Uh, there's just a couple really funny things. So 
They're basically there's it's Boban, Luca, and Maxine. They're just sitting on couches and they're pulling out these questions from a from just you know essentially a coffee cup. They pull out Straight a question out of the cup. They pull out a question and they say, uh, "What's one skill you wish you had in the NBA, or what's one thing that you wish you had a skill like a signature uh, move or something? Yeah, a signature move or another player had that you would like." And they sit there and they look around and Luca's like, "I have all the skills." He didn't say that, but you could just tell he's thinking it. Um, what did Lucas say in that? I don't think he said remember. anything. Boban said he, Boban said that he would want to shoot like Ray Allen, and yeah. Luca thought he said Real. He was like, "What do you mean shoot like Real? Who is Real?" And he's like, he didn't know who Real was. <laughs> and then Maxi sits there and he looks up and he says, "I would like to be able to dribble." <laughs> <laughs> just straight up, nothing else with it. I would just love to be able to dribble. <laughs> and then they're like, "What?" And then he goes, yeah, like Michael Jordan. I just thought that was so great. <laughs> no, their chemistry with each other is super fun. You can tell uh, how much, um, how close like Luca and Boban have gotten. Like yeah. Boban is legit and old, like the older brother. Like it, he's the new Salah. He he really is. Yeah, and just their relationship seems like a lot of fun. And you know, Maxi, uh, it's crazy that Maxi is closer to Boban in age compared to Luca, but you would think that Maxi is like, I feel like Maxi could pass for 20 years old, but he's really like 28 and that kind of throws me off sometimes, but yeah, there's not 28 super yet. F- oh, he's 27. Yeah. Our birthday is a, is a week apart. Same oh, year. <laughs> forgot about that. Um, but yeah, they they answered a ton of different questions on there. They're laughing at each other. They make fun of each other. Boban shakes both of their hand at the end. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. I paused on it, the video while my, my wife and I were watching it, and uh, we're getting a, a good laugh out of it. But I'm trying to think of a couple other questions that they ask on there. They talk about jerseys at one point. Uh, how the question was like, how does it feel? when you see other people wearing your jersey and Maxie's like, well, I guess Luca's the only one I can answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because you know, no one has a Maxie jersey. So then uh, it comes up, have, how, Bill Bobon asked Maxie, how many Luca jerseys have you signed, Maxie? And he didn't want to answer the question because it had been so many. But he said every single person that comes up to him and wants him to sign something or wants to take a selfie with him says, why do you want to take a selfie with me? Like, like why am I famous? Basically asking him. Just waiting for them to say, because you're Luka Doncic. <laughs> yes. I also so love funny. how the question, uh, there was a question there, like, who's the football equivalent of you? And yeah, soccer. Uh, you know, yes, and I love that they went the soccer route. I know that's the, the true football, uh, a lot of our listeners and stuff. It was just funny because I'm assuming that question was probably asked from an American standpoint. Yeah, and, I, wonder what, I wonder how it was spelled. <laughs> yeah, and all three of them went, uh, you know, I think – uh, Maxi obviously picked Mueller and Boban. Boban picked. Uh, oh my gosh, my Who brain. Who did Boban take? The the. Oh my gosh. Oh, my, he took my, Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo. And, uh, my brain was my. I was the only thing I could think of was the guy whose statue looks nothing like him. That's the only thing. <laughs> I could think of. And uh, yeah, Luca took Pele, but. <laughs> um, one of the, uh, yeah, they talked about idols at one point or meeting, meeting their idols. Yeah. And 
course, Luca. Luca's in Talk LeBron. Luca's in LeBron. LeBron. And Maxi said Dirk, which was awesome because he finally yeah, he said got Dirk to, quick and first. <laughs> he finally got to meet his dad. That was, I mean, that was his lifelong dream is to find. That could be a Pixar movie. Him trying to find his father. Actually, Pixar we could make that a Pixar movie. My whole theory about Dirk and Luke and Maxi. If you should make a whole breakdown video of the timeline and everything. Conspiracy theory. Yes, a conspiracy. <laughs> would be awesome and like make up stats like maxi plays so much better when dirk is in attendance <laughs> anyway you need stuff. to go watch it it's a, it's a lot of fun and uh, i man i would watch those videos every day yeah it was great all right coming up tonight the pelicans game the maps play the pelicans on tnt again which is very weird and the pelicans are they're they're struggling right now they're coming into this game with five straight losses uh, losses against Utah, the Clippers, the Lakers, and then two losses in a not in a row, but two losses to OKC. Their last three losses have been by four, five, and three points. So they're they're just coming down to the wire and just losing these games. Derek Favors is going to be out again. Remember in the first game the Mavericks played in the second game of the season where Derek Favors just I think he scored like twelve points in the first quarter. He was just killing the the Mavs bigs, and we were like, oh no, is this going to be a problem? Are we not going to be able to stop anybody in the post? And that hasn't been the case so far, but Derek Favors is out. Kendrick Williams is also out. I think Lonzo Ball is going to play. Zion is obviously out. He it's been it's been six weeks since his surgery, but he hasn't started on court work yet, so we're not going to see Zion for sure. I think the Mavs play them again. The Mavs play them again in a couple of days. So they're definitely not going to see him then. Um, so yeah, Zion is is out again. Um, is is Nico Alexander Walker? Is he healthy and fine? I see he, he got a DMPCD the other day against OKC. I think and, he's just been struggling. I I, I don't yeah. know for sure, but I just I think that he's just not playing. Um, when they got Lonzo and you know and Lonzo back, Brandon Ingram's been killing it. He's been tearing it up. Uh, Drew Holiday's been a lot better than uh, he did the start. He was terrible to start the season, but he's been a lot better. Um, and this team has played these these tough opponents pretty close. They've you know come back. They had that crazy game against the Lakers where every single possession was reviewed in the last five minutes, um, where AD was getting booed every time he got the ball. Um, the Lakers end up winning that game. They two losses against the the Thunder that were close. Uh, so this team is not somebody to to you know just brush off. This is kind of like the Phoenix game to me. Yeah, it is, and especially when you look at matchups. I mean, when, if you're looking across the league and you're trying to find five guys that you would want on your team to guard Luka Doncic, I feel like Drew Holiday would be one of those five guys. And, you know, he's going to take on Luka, and that will be, man, a fun matchup to watch. But I want to see what Dallas does from the opening tip because against OKC, they started Jaleel Okafor at center, but Brandon Ingram's at four at the four. I'm assuming Dallas is going to want Dorian to guard Ingram. So do you start, you know, do you put Porzingis at the five and you yeah. start small, or do you put, because you're not going to, like, in their lineup, they started Holiday, Lonzo, J.J. Redick, Ingram and Okafor. So theoretically, JJ Reddick's your three. You're not gonna you're like you want somebody chasing him around. So against the Lakers, they put, started Jackson Hayes. Okay, so yeah, Jackson Hayes. So like, do you want Dwight Powell chasing around Lonzo? Like that ain't gonna happen. So or I guess I don't know. So I, I'm, or I would the, assume that it goes small. Or is this a game where the Mavericks just say, "Hey, this is our lineup we've been doing. You guys need to change to us because there's also nobody yep. that can guard, you know, Maxi rolling to the rim." 
Or not Dwight, Maxie. Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell rolling to the rim, even though he's been struggling, but still. There's no way I can guard Dwight Powell. And, I mean, who are you just gonna? No, I, I mean, yeah. No. Stop. I'm trying to give him credit for our no, for our too. one guy, our one guy out there that's just the Dwight Powell lover. Like he just every single game, he just tells me that Dwight Powell did a lot better than we said. So this is for that guy. I wish if well, we don't expose DMs that we get, but you got a pretty lengthy DM from this guy explaining. The importance. No, no, no. He he cut together a video of Dwight Powell every oh, single was, defensive yeah. possession of Dwight Powell for one game, and he sent it to me. So he's he's that's impressive. He's keep really, doing you, bro. Keep, keep doing keep you. doing what you're doing. Um, uh, so I, was, I would assume they go small. I think that they're going to start their normal starting five. Interesting. I think they're going to start that, and this is a you you change to us kind of game. Like you try to guard both of our bigs, even though Porzingis is not great down low. Okay, I mean, I like that theory, but who are you putting on Ingram? Or who are you putting Dwight Powell on? Let's just do that. That's a great question. So let's say they start. They start the same thing as OKC. Okafor and Ingram is their front court. I mean, unless you want Porzingis on Ingram. Man, yeah, and they go super small. Or they just put Dwight Powell and Ingram. That's why I feel like you'd put Porzingis at the five. And, man, I would love for Porzingis to put up like 30-plus in this game on Okafor. And that would just be amazing. This is a nice <laughs> matchup for Porzingis. Uh, but, yeah, put Finney Smith out there and Ingram. Get somebody out there like Courtney. Court, this is a court, This is a prime Courtney Lee starting game. He's st- hey, in the, in the first matchup, he started for six minutes and then never played again. <laughs> Have have him chase around. Have somebody chase around JJ Redick. But um, yeah, I'm a, yeah I'm looking forward to this game. I, I like some of these pieces in New Orleans. I like Jackson Hayes, even though he's super young, super raw. But I like him. All right, coming up, let's get into the schedule change. We've been talking about this for a couple of days, and we just haven't gotten we haven't had a couple time of weeks. It, it feels like weeks forever. But we, we want to talk about it a little bit. So coming up, let's talk about the midseason tournament. The incentive of adding a draft pick to win the midseason tournament. There's all kinds of things being suggested right now, so let's talk about that coming up next. All right, Isaac. So a lot of suggestions have been made about how to change the NBA. We talked about at the beginning of the show that the ratings are are kind of down here and there. And a lot of people have, have taken this to, okay, the ratings are down. What's one thing you hate about the NBA? Let's blame that for the YouTube <laughs> highlights. For the ratings. Oh, my God. Don't talk to me about that. <sighs> for some reason the NBA just thinks that that's the area that people have that you just got to take away it's the dumbest thing in the world well they're recouping money in some way with it oh cool yeah like the NBA needs like, to recoup like all I mean they got the money, money from the from the they have the money from the TV deal it's not like they get paid by the view <sighs> anyway before we get into midseason tournament a couple of things thrown out there a lot of us agree on okay if you want to shorten they've, they threw out there the idea of shortening the regular season and I think the number they threw out By there was se- games. yeah seventy eight. Sure, who gives a crap? Okay, let's move it down from eighty two to seventy eight. I'm like I'm there, da- all down for that. There's probably four Mavs games a year I don't want to watch. Right, like there's fo- there's probably four times a year where I just go I do not want to watch this game. Right, and it barely happens. Know, that especially- was a mindset like for the past three years. But well, now no, I'm, I'm pretty down. I'm, I'm to talking about like the new iteration of the Mavs with Luca. You know, you sit down, and you're like oh, I just don't want to watch this game. I have no interest in watching this so if you cut down four i mean yeah I'm, I'm who's like the worst team right now the only team i haven't watched watch. no. so far is the pistons 
have no interest in watching the Pistons. I don't mind the Pistons because healthy Blake's kind of fun and Drummond. I kind of miss centers like Drummond in the league. I'm trying to think, like Kevin. Have you Love, watched the Pistons? No, I don't. Yeah, no, <laughs> Every, not even. You can't say that they're interesting and then just. Have if they're on, I'm not turning off because they're boring. But yes, my NBA watching has went down. You're not going out of your way to watch the Pistons and all that. Um. <laughs> I don't even know who the most boring team in the league is right now. I'm probably just drawing a blank. Because most of these bad... I love Memphis, so I'm down to watch them all the time. Yeah, Tom they've had some fun games. Give me that. And OKC, I like watching team. SGA. I mean, Cleveland's kind of up there. I was going to say Cleveland. Twice. Washington's yeah. offense is so fun. Brooklyn, yeah. honestly, might be the most boring team right now. Without Kyrie? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't like watching the Lakers, so... And, but they're not boring. That's true. Okay, see? I like SGA and Adams and some of these guys. This is not who do you like on the team. Is do you enjoy watching the product? Okay, sure. I'm not. How about the Warriors? Of, the Warriors have had a couple games, but they're. Oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. I don't have a, a lot of fun watching the Pacers, if I'm being honest, without Oladipo. You don't like Sabonis and Turner and Brogdon? You love Brogdon. Yeah, I do like them, but there's nothing flashy <laughs> see and awesome. the game's awesome. different. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> so anyway, we're in favor. Sure, let's do that. Whatever floats your boat with that. The next thing they threw out there is the reseeding of playoff teams. And hey, let's let's do this one through sixteen. Let's do best record. I'm all down for that too. Okay, that I don't. I think majority of people is okay with that. Of hey, let's get the best teams in the playoffs to where we're not getting this stupid. You know. Somebody like the freaking Hornets making the playoffs this year, and they're eight games below 500, and they're going to be the A seed in the playoffs. And meanwhile, over in the West, you're going to have a 48 win team missing the playoffs, and that's just stupid. So I'm down for the reseeding thing. And heck, if you want to have a play in tournament, it's kind of so. Brad Townsend, Dallas Morning News, friend of the pod, we love Brad. He. Uh, he d- he recently did this Q and A with Cuban, and he asked him about this. And you read about it, but you know Cuban just answered that about the play in tournament for those last few. Uh, we're kind of skimming over that because we want to talk about the midseason tournament. But Cuban just said, "Hey, it generates some interest at the end of the season that you know we pretty much don't have right now." So, hey, sure, like I think that would be fine. The biggest debate right now is the NBA throwing out there this possibility of having a mid-season tournament similar to what you see in some of these football slash soccer, you know, over in, over in Europe, some of these cup tournaments that you see these teams play. Are you, how do you feel about it? You know how I feel about it, but where do you stand on it? I would love it if you could get the players into it. If the players were into it and these were, you know, highly contested games, if you got the players to care, you know, you were saying when this first came out that, you know, adding an MVP of the midseason tournament to your resume is just, it's something that you could add. If you could get players to buy into that, and we've gotten players to buy oh. into a freaking slam dunk contest, three point contest. Like, this is possible. I think this is possible. Oh, my gosh. No, we would make fun of this so much. The midseason so tournament? So much. Yes. Can you imagine Luca walking away with the rookie of the year and then a top three MVP, something like that, and Trey Young sitting there saying, pfft. I got MVP in the midseason tourney. Let's go. Look, come on. We would all make fun of that. Ever 
Even if it's like on your resume and you don't even have a title, but you're looking at it and saying, hey, I'm a four-time All-Star, made All-NBA twice, and two-time midseason tourney MVP. What? You what still, does that even but, mean? But you beat, you beat everybody in the midseason tournament. Yeah, but it's a midseason tournament. There's only one goal, the NBA title. And that's the one thing. And I don't, in the my ring, opinion, the this, rings culture has got to you. I'm saying rings with a Z. I just don't, I, I mean, is the Kings going to put up a banner for it? Yes. How much oh, would the we, Kings how, would, absolutely. How much would we make fun of a team? How much would NBA Twitter make fun of a team if the Kings put up a banner and says 2019-20 midseason tourney champions? Do the Mavericks Come still on. have division tournament banners? Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I, I'm on. not saying I'm, people I'm used to care about that. divisions. I'm not defending that. I, whatever you want to put with that, I'm just saying we would all make fun of that if that happened. So my whole thing is, if this tournament doesn't have a major, major reward. And I'm talking about, I mean, I'm talking about like extreme stuff of, of a guaranteed playoff spot. If nothing contributes to you winning an NBA title, I don't think you shouldn't even put it on the table because if teams ain't taking the regular season serious, I don't think they're going to trot out their best players. Kawhi better will barely even play three out of five games. You think he's going to play in a midseason tournament for bragging rights? Come on. Well, and this this could be like you know there are some cups. Um... Oh my gosh, my soccer knowledge is not great but right now. It's, but there, there isn't no, your, but listen, listen, it, it listen, is listen. It's a listen different feel. Listen to me. There are some cups that. Am I interrupting you? Yeah, <laughs> for once, <laughs> repaying the favor. <laughs> there are there are cups where, like when Chelsea plays in some of the like, <coughs> oh my gosh, Concacaf, I guess, or some of the some of these cups, they'll play all of their their bench guys essentially. Like you know, Reese James and guys that don't really get to play a lot, they'll come out and they'll and Hudson Adori, they'll go out and they'll they'll play in these games. And it's fun to watch those young guys. It's fun to see a starting lineup of that. I don't know how well that would work in the NBA because your roster is only so deep. But to see like you know, starting lineup of you know Brunson, Justin Jackson, and you know Maxi like try to go out and win a tournament, like that could be kind of interesting. I mean, I think that's what it would be though. But that's your two way guys that- bring Roby up, bring you know Cleveland, yeah. you know all of them. I honestly, I agree with you 100%. I think that's what it would turn into because because the big the big dogs there it, it's a waste of thing. Can you imagine Luca getting hurt in a midseason tournament? What? Like I mean, this is like a glorified organized preseason in the middle of the season. I just I, I'm 100% all against it because I don't think the the idea, the thought of Man, can you get playoff type basketball in the middle of the season? I, of course, from a viewer standpoint, yeah. sign me up. That would be awesome to watch. It's just how can you get people to buy in? I don't think there's a money limit no. that you can get people to buy in. I don't think. I'm sorry, but I don't think charity stuff is going to get people to buy in. The draft I, pick thing that was <coughs> was introduced yesterday is just that. Why would a player care about that? Uh, yeah, a dra- so. I like somebody tweeted at me and said, what about a guaranteed playoff spot? What if it's something to where you say the winner of this tournament is guaranteed at worst, the eighth spot in your conference, LeBron and Harden are still not playing. Exactly. That's what I think. But you would, it, you would at least like the top teams. Cause that was my dad's first like rebuttal to me and saying, okay, well, if somebody at the top, they're still not going to play because they're still going to make the playoffs. I, I get that. You might not get the top four teams or the top three teams of each conference, but the rest of the league, it would, I mean, you would, it would at least and, be a lot of fun. And that would be a way to get like a Luca versus, you know, Darren Fox matchup or, you know, a Trey Young versus, you know, like the, you get to showcase these kind of these 
lower tier teams, if you want to use, you say it like that, where those teams would play for it. Cause we, we get inundated with the stars so much. I mean, the NBA has made a point like we, we, you know, put out our stars, we market our stars and that's why, you know, we're growing faster than the NFL or whatever that they say. But this is a way to, you know, to market some of these younger guys coming up or some of the, the lower level, you know, star players, quote unquote. Yeah. And, and one of the um, rebels back to me on Twitter is saying, all right, well, what if they do win it? They're guaranteed a playoff spot. Wouldn't they just take off, take off the rest of the season? No, it wouldn't work that way. If you're like, if you're the Mavericks and let's say you won that tournament, Luca goes off, <coughs> he gets his uh, midseason tourney MVP. Let's go. And they're guaranteed a playoff spot. You can still move up in the standings, though. So if you're guaranteed that spot, you can still say, all right, we're eighth at worst, but yet we can still continue playing really good the rest of the season and move up to like four or five or six or wherever you land. I think one of the questions would be, what if a team like the Knicks go on a crazy run and win the midseason tournament and bam, they're the eighth seed? That I mean, that would just, that's the crazy thing about throw it. Throw everything off. <laughs> it would throw everything off, but... That's where you look. That's the only situation I feel like you could find some type of. I don't know. I I just I'm not a fan of it at all. And I, I yeah. So there you go. Isaac hates the midseason tournament. I do. I hate it with the passion. <laughs> I, like from a viewer, I would love to watch it. I just I, I don't think you're going to be able to get the buy-in, and especially the people who believe in just the bragging rights of it. I'm sorry. I where this league is at right now with rest and load management and everything, everything is focused on the title. And even us as media, we only focus on rings and playoff performances and all of that stuff. And if whatever is happening in the, in the middle of the season, isn't contributing, if your stats from that midseason tournament doesn't help you win all NBA or a, a, a reward or something, or if the wins in the season tournament doesn't midseason tournament, doesn't help your standings to reach a better playoff seed in, in order to reach a higher goal and you know, win a ring, then it does. I don't think any of it matters, and I just it doesn't make any sense to me. Players care about all star appearances and all NBA appearances. Exactly, but if the stats from that midseason tournament, I mean, it would gonna... contribute to your all NBA. It would contribute <coughs> to your all star case, probably. Like some guy okay. goes on a crazy run in the midseason tournament, and then all of a sudden his all star votes go through the roof. I think the other thing is, do we really need players to get bu- get buy in, or do we need coaches to get buy in? Because players. I, I I think if we get the coaches buy in, if you get owners and coaches, then you, as long as you put the players out there, the players are going to play to win the games. It's not like the players. We always talk about well, the players aren't going to tank; they're going to try to win every game that they're in. If, as long as we get coaches and owners and GMs to buy into this tournament, but I think yeah, but I think it goes and back I think that, to I that. Think re- that's where the the draft pick thing came from. Can we incentivize? It's not an incentive for the players. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's more of an incentive for the GMs and coaches to be like. Okay, go out and actually play your guys and do the Luca rotation thing where you change his, you know, his the time he goes in in the fourth quarter and all that stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's twofold when you look at the relationship with like Kawhi and the Clippers. I think, yeah, you put a player out there and he's going to want to compete. It's not like they're going to tank it so so they want to break or rest. But I think it's the relationship too of a player and an organization. If the Clippers they want to keep Kawhi happy. And if Kawhi doesn't think, you know, doesn't want to waste his legs or energy on this dumb midseason tournament, then you know what they're going to do? They don't, they want to make Kawhi happy. So they're going to say, you know what? I think you can uh, take this tournament off, take this week off. 
that's what players are going to look at. Some of these stars are going to look at and say, this is another all-star break. Like we can go to an Island with our families for a bit. Y'all have fun. Jalen Brunson, have fun playing 35 minutes a night. So like, that's the, I think part of the midseason tournament was also supposed to be <laughs> built into the regular season. So you play like a round Robin, you know, group of games, but that counts for regular season games. And then you do the single elimination, the final, whatever, whoever comes out of that. So I think that you couldn't take it completely all off because some of those would be regular season games too. Oh. Okay. Either way, I'm out. Sorry. As a viewer, I'm still all in. I mean, yeah, if they figured out a way to, yeah, to do that, I mean, to create that atmosphere, a playoff type of thing, and uh, sure, but... I think the only, that's why I love the play-in type of thing. I think that's awesome for those middle middle of the league teams. That was, sure, let's do that. That was that's the like Bill. Baseball. That was the Bill season. Uh, the, the Bill season. The Bill Simmons entertaining his hell tournament tournament idea, where it was the final you know the final couple games of the regular season and see who whoever wins this entertaining his hell tournament can actually get a playoff spot. But that was at the end of the year. They're, they want to do something in the mid season, which makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, there's our uh, there's our thoughts on it. So people had tweeted at us a couple weeks ago and said, hey, can y'all talk about this on the pod? This would be a good pod discussion. Let's hear your opinions on it. And I tweeted some about it. I never really interact with people on Twitter. That's I know. I'm sorry. Sometimes you tweet at me and sometimes. But I actually did that day because I thought it was dumb. You know what else is dumb? If we're going to cons- keep going down this route, Carmelo Anthony went in player of the week. Get oh, out I of know. here. Complete. What? Come on. Who you picks player of the week? The- Who picks it? I have no idea. So stupid, bro. Like James Harden put up sixty points in three quarters the other day. I know he put. I know he only played like two games this past week. But <laughs> I mean, Luca, seriously, come on. What did Carmelo scored sixty six points in three games, and James Harden scored sixty points in three quarters? <laughs> come on, Luca. What Luca averaged like thirty nine and nine or something. I mean, it's people have been tweeting out the the number of players that have averaged more points this week than Carmelo. It's like thirty. It's <laughs> a lot. I, I just I saw that today I mean it, it's not even like a personal thing Carmelo I'm happy he's back in the league I think it's cool I think he got so much more hate than what he should have when everything went down he's a hall of famer all that stuff and uh, yeah I'm happy for him I just think it's just it's just so stupid that he won that award completely alright there you go those are our thoughts on things guys thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps we'll be back tonight peace out boom <laughs>